Welcome to the Pure Orgasmic Love Podcast with Dragonfly. Ooh, that's me. Tune in for intimate conversations surrounding a range of topics relating to relationships, sex, and holistic wellness. A sex-positive space for mature audiences only. <laughs> Hi, love. It fills me with orgasmic tingles that you found your way here with me in this episode. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of my most favorite events to educate at. Naughty. Naughty Nolens. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we that's, love, that's so love, not the theme song, no, but. Don't, don't judge Naughty by our musical ability <laughs> to write a jingle. <laughs> not at all. Ah, oh, so let's do some body check-in. What is my body feeling? Mmm. Mmm. Warm. Mm. Warm. Yummy and warm. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go with warm. That's a yummy feeling for me right now. It's warm. How about you, baby? How's your body feeling? Kind of relaxed. Kind of relaxed? Yeah. 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 Relaxed. Kind of, yeah. Feel good. <laughs> good. Glad to hear that. Now, how is your body feeling today? Pause for just a second. Check you're driving, in with don't yourself. close your eyes. Don't close your eyes okay. if you're driving. We have to say that. Do we have to say that? Is that something we should <laughs> I actually not, have to say? But in today's world, we probably need to say, yeah, don't close your eyes when you're driving. But take a moment and check in with your body. See what it's feeling. Are there sensations? Is it like it could be warm? It could be relaxed. And then we could go even further. Like, what does relaxed feel like? Your muscles are loose. Your shoulders are, are, they want to move. Okay. Almost heavy to you. Yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah. Relaxed. And warm has a similar heavy feeling for me too, which is also relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Warm warm for me is is certainly goes into relaxed. I like warm. (laughs) Ah, What is new? Anything new and exciting that we need to tell you? Well, we're starting to plan for events. So if you know of a cool event space, retreat center, sex positive, clothing optional, that would be great. That would be ideal. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Uh, Well, I got a new pull-up bar that I'm pretty excited about. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking pull-ups. Oh. I know you don't like them, but you're going to love them. No, I, I'm actually very excited. Uh, it, it's the one piece of equipment I feel like we've been missing to really tie together kind of some of the stuff we've been doing movement-wise. And, and a pull-up bar at the right height is actually a very simple thing that you can do a lot of really cool stuff with. So, okay. uh, And grip strength is one of the major things that it trains, and it's one of the major things that people are lacking, I think, mm. as far as overall strength goes. Uh, and, and I think we can all appreciate someone with strong hands. So, On both? Yeah, whether you're living around, with like, a female a... body or a male body. <laughs> like, yeah. Strong hands is, is a good thing. So, again, you might not like thinking about doing pull-ups right now but with the training we're going to do in this bar you will 
learn to appreciate okay, that. Well, the report is going to be coming in. <laughs> right now, I'm not at all excited about this. We were in L.A. at a friend's house, and he had an amazing pull-up bar area. And um, I got up on it. And needless to say, my hands don't like it. My hands don't like it. I don't have – I mean, I think I have pretty strong hands. I work with my hands. You know, body work entails, mm-hmm. you know, hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I know how to grip a cock pretty, you know, I, like intensely if that's what you need, sure. right? So I'm not thinking that it's that bad until I do that with it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, no, my hands hurt. You know, he was saying – you know, your goal before you move into anything else is, is hanging for a minute. Right. Okay. My response was, okay, I'm lucky if I can do it for three seconds. And it said, that sounds absolutely ridiculous, but it's serious. Yeah. It's, it's, it's painful to me. I don't, I don't love it. So I'm going to go on this journey with you Mm -hmm. because I know what you've told me that it's going to do for you. And I'm excited about that. (laughs) Uh, body-wise, everything, and how you're going to feel much better. Right. So I'm definitely going to have some reporting to do on this. It, I, I think it just it comes back to one of the basic human movements, which is climbing. Like we, it, As a species, we are climbers. Yeah. Low opposable thumbs, like they came from somewhere. We are climbers. We're built for it. And as modern humans, when's doing. the last time you climbed a tree? No. Yeah, no, or no, we, right? When I was a kid? <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, in Jamaica? Exactly. We did climb trees we in Jamaica. We did climb trees uh, in Jamaica. So imagine next time you go, you've been doing pull-ups, you've been doing all this, you have the upper body strength, you have the hand strength, that you can go play in the trees without being terrified because if all your weight goes onto your hands, you're going to fall. Yeah. That's the that's the idea. Is is It's not so you can measure how many pull-ups you can do. It's so that you can train to go do fun shit like climb around in trees in Jamaica and have fun because you're not worried about your physicality. I know. Sorry. That's what it's fun. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at something that went through my head when you said oh, that. Boy. And I'm like, you can squeeze as many dicks as hard as you want. You like, can... <laughs> Let me tell you, you're going to be squeezing dicks like nobody's business. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Sliquid. Lube it up like I do and fly away to a worry-free, slippery, erotic, sexy time. Only with Sliquid Natural Intimate Lubricants. The one and only lube for a dragonfly, me. Find yours on the affiliates page at puregasmiclove.com. Use coupon code DRAGONFLY for an extra 10% off your order. Have an orgasmic time. Oh, so if you are watching this podcast in the O Membership don't forget to stick around to the end for your extras. And are you in the old membership? If not, you're missing out. And I definitely don't want you to miss out to discover and explore what your orgasmic life looks like. So slide over to puregasmiclove.com forward slash membership and check it out and sign up. And I look forward to seeing you there. You. Yeah, you. So let's slide right into it. All right. Naughty. Mm. Naughty 2021. Didn't know if it was going to happen. It happened. It was phenomenal. It was nice to be back. Yes, it was. And if you listen to previous episodes, we talked about Sexperience was our first live event in 2021 that we did in May. And this is in August. And... 
this has been by far one of the the best events like this that I've ever educated at. And I want to share why. I've worked with a lot of different companies. And some companies I no longer work with by choice because ethics don't align and that's really important to me. Um, and with staying within my integrity and understanding that that's really important, Naughty Events, it's owned by, by um, Bob and Tess, and they are some of the best humans I've ever had the pleasure of interacting with, getting to know, and working with. Mm -hmm. And that's why I go back every year. And this year was our fourth year being there. And speaking on for them, like that's why I keep going back because their mindset of why they're doing these events, and it's it's considered a naughty convention. And giving you a little bit of background, it's not just for swingers. Nope. It's a naughty convention, which anyone means wants to be naughty. anybody that wants to be naughty, <laughs> you want to explore anything, you want to learn things like they are in it for your experience. That's what I love. I, you know, I'm all about experience, right? And learning through experiential practices. Mm. So their mission to offer you an experience of pleasure, you be able to basically curate that for yourself, whatever that looks like. Um, and offer the foundational needs, which is education to help you move through that for yourselves and to experience right. more is their basis for holding this convention every year. And that just lights me up inside. I get all excited and tingly because that's exactly how I feel about my my own retreats, right? right? Like the education is the foundation of it, the experience, the pleasure that comes from it. And you get to carry that out with you. Mm -hmm. And they offer such a variety. And they offer live entertainment. They offer um, clubs, theme nights at night. They offer the seminars during the day, the pay, some paid education. Uh, they have the bar takeovers. Like, am I missing anything? I like they do so, so many things. They do yeah. a tour. They, they do all kinds of, mm -hmm. we have the sexual freedom parade, which we didn't have this year because of the, because of the res city restrictions. That was right. Yeah. Right. But it's just an amazing event to do. And to be able to go this year, there was a feeling for me that I haven't always had in the past years. And I don't know about you, and I don't even yeah. know if we'd exactly oh boy. shared this, but it was the overwhelming feel of connection in a collective. As big as the elephant was in the room with the vid that's going on in the world, right? There was that elephant. But what I saw displayed from everybody was caring and loving and respect mm -hmm. and that was so nice to see and more more consent than I think I've ever seen at any other <laughs> naughty. Everyone was uber aware of consent, which was which let's face it, it's not a bad thing. No, like, any, not at any all. Any more attention brought to it's a good thing. So so yeah, silver lining for sure. Yeah. And so I'm actually hoping with that mindset shift that maybe we're all going through right now, it also carries over to STIs. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, after the event, people were like, oh, do you know anybody that got COVID? You know, are you sick? You know, we were all connected right. with each other. Well, 
wouldn't that be awesome if we were all that aware of our own of health? everything else we can transmit. Yes, yeah. everything else. Because this is not the first virus that's come along. It's not no. going to be the last one. No. Nope. And it's surely not the deadliest that we've ever right. seen in the whole world, right? Right. Of humans being on this planet. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like... I'm hoping that that carries over and we can talk about STIs in a way that's non-shaming, that's non-judging. And it's like, yeah, you know. A little more conversational, a little less yeah, Most definitely. guilt feeling. Most definitely. And nice. pre, not post. Right. Not, like, hey, guess what? I slept get, with you. Like, I, I have chlamydia. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It's pre. It's talking about it. It's taking responsibility for your own body's health, getting tested before you come, making sure you're not bringing anything with you kind of thing. Yeah. So... That's what I'm hoping comes of it, and I I think we're going there. At least I'm hoping we're going there anyway. It seems to be. Because safer sex practices are Mm -hmm. very important to me. Absolutely. My body is important to me. Right. My health and wellness. Exactly. Yeah, in all aspects. So why why not be aware and talk about those for sure? So there's that. Okay. Whew. I'm going to stop talking for a second. Like, I just, I'm so excited. I just say I got fired up and I'm, I'm warm and excited. So for (laughs) you, I want to know for you, like, I think I started talking. Okay. Pause. I was talking about why I like doing naughty and the Uh things they offer and the education. And Mm -hmm. I went through all of that. Right. And then Mm -hmm. what was something that I saw this year that was a little bit different? How about you? Like, did you see anything? Did you have any experiences with like the event? Cause we've been going for four years. Right. Right. Yeah. It, I don't know. It, this was the first year that I felt like it was home. In the sense that, like, we'd done the event, we knew people up until, but this year it was like, oh, having not been able to go last year, it's been two years since we've seen these people, and it was just like, oh, it was just like a breath of fresh air walking in the front door, because it was like, oh, there's so-and-so, and so-and-so, and and it's just like, just that immediate acceptance, and everybody's excited you're there and everyone's excited that everyone's there. And it was just such a great energy um, that I think, I don't know if it's just because that's been lacking. Well, yeah, for so many of us for so long, right? Or so it's just, maybe it wasn't that different. Maybe it's just because it's been lacking for two years. But uh, for me, it just felt extra like, oh, kind of a relief walking in this time so hmm. yeah it was nice so it's interesting uh i had i spoke to bob and we this was like uh the last night the right. last mardi gras night that mm-hmm. we finally got to actually see each other for a little bit longer <laughs> than a few minutes to connect and we were talking about how healing and how we're missing the aspect that human touch is something that's vital to our mental and physical wellness and how being separated like this has been so detrimental to a lot of people's health. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've actually lost people, not due to COVID, but due to suicide because right. of the restrictions of how it's being handled. And because of the, it's so fragile for a lot of people. Like right. a lot of people are fragile during this time and we're not actually aware of that. We're not even speaking about that. Right. And the fact that we were able to bring people together to connect and to touch consensually and 
how healing that is Mm -hmm. and how many people came up to me and said how much they needed this. Right. And I made sure to relay that to him because I, so important. Mm -hmm. How much we needed it. Oh. And and we are sure to take care of ourselves and our mental health and, and all of those things. And, and we desperately needed it. We are, we're social primates. Welcome to our biology. Like that's how we're made to sit around in groups and grunt and make noises and eat food. Like that's, that's what we do. And when we, it, there's a reason solitary confinement is the worst punishment. We're just not built to be alone. And so this was nice. Yeah. Yeah. This was nice. So I have to say that I don't remember how many people actually ended up coming, but we had quite a turnout. Every face I saw, like, smiles. Smiles aplenty. Mm -hmm. Everybody was so excited to be there. Um, The costumes were fantastic for theme nights. I think people dressed up even more this year than I've ever seen them. Oh, yeah, people went all out. It was awesome. Dress up. It was awesome. And they have some, you know, every year it kind of changes. The last night is always Mardi Gras night. Always. And it always so, will and be. And it always will be. <laughs> and so that's that's awesome to see people changing up their outfits throughout mm-hmm. the years. Or some people like have their... This is my Mardi Gras. This is my Mardi yeah. Gras because it's so amazing. And then they show up in that every, week, yeah, every, yeah. every, year, every year. So it's uh, that was fantastic to see too. Um This was quite an impactful event for me this year because I had a lot of, I have a lot of gratitude and I was giving a lot of gratitude by many people. It's actually really, whew, it was a lot to take in and I'm so thankful that it happened and I'm so Mm -hmm. thankful that they allowed themselves to come up and talk to me and share what they shared. But it's a little uncomfortable for me to share with everybody. Well, I'm going to share one story. You do? Yeah, I'm going to share one story because you won't and (laughs) and I will. Uh, So (laughs) I'm going to. So we were, this was I think the first evening. Um, maybe right after mm. the welcome seminar. Okay, we had a couple, uh, so I'm not sure which one. Yeah, you go so we with, talked but... to a couple couples uh, <laughs> out in the hallway, in the the main hallway outside the the ballroom, and so we were talking to one couple, and we got a dragonfly hoverer, is what I call them. So what happens is uh, when people come up and they want to talk to you, uh, you're you get a little bit of a celebrity status at these things. Being a featured educator, you're in the flyer. People see you. They've been to your class, whatever. They're like, oh, my God, there's Dragonfly. And, and, you're and they kind know of I genuinely want to talk and, to them. And they, That's Right. The and thing. you talk to everybody, and it's great, but they don't want to interrupt. So they end up standing back six or eight feet from where we're talking and just kind of hovering. And it's my job to go, <laughs> okay, I, I see I you. See you. I yeah. got you. Okay. I'll let her know you're next kind of thing. So we had this, this couple came up and, and they look, God, they, so, they look so familiar. So familiar. And I'm sitting there going, I know these two from somewhere. I'm terrible with, with remembering where people, but I, I know I knew their faces. They end up a couple <laughs> minutes later, first couple, you know, says their goodbyes and, and heads on their way. And, and then this other couple comes up 
and she starts explaining how several years ago. Ah, uh, this is the biggest one. You chose <laughs> several, the biggest one. <laughs> so several years ago, they came, they were on a cruise with you, and they went to several of your classes. And the way she explained it, in those classes, you taught her to get out of her head and into her body. Mm-hmm. And that completely changed the way she viewed the world. She said she started looking at the world differently. Like, well, okay, that's what my head says. That's what everybody says you're supposed to do. But what, what does my heart really want? What is, you know? And she said from then, her and her husband just changed their lives. They completely changed what they were doing. They've retired early. They're spending more time doing what they love. They're incredibly happy. They're doing all these things. And their relationship is much better because they followed things that they did four years ago or something. Like, it wasn't even recent. And you are such a symbol of that change that she wanted to remember it. So she actually got a dragonfly tattoo in your favorite colors on her forearm so that she can look at it and remember the way that you taught her to think and to live so that she can continue to grow. That was night one. (laughs) 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 Uh. So. Yes, I'm leaking out uh, to my eye holes. (laughs) So. Yeah, there was a lot of, and and it didn't stop there, but that was the one that was, I mean, that's really poignant. Um, she said to me, you are a part of me now. You right. have shifted the way we think about the world. And sometimes I get in a place whew, where I don't know if I'm making a difference, right? Mm-hmm. I know... If I really sit down and think about it, I know I'm making a difference because I have lots of testimonials to prove it. We have our life together to prove it. We have other people's lives that we've impacted that we know firsthand. But for some reason along the way, sometimes that seeps away. If it's not in front of your face and being told all the time, sometimes it seeps away. And as much as I tell you to celebrate your wins when when you have those in your life and you're making changes... I guess I can't forget to celebrate my wins of helping people in the world mm-hmm. live their orgasmic mm-hmm. life, find the pleasure that they deserve and desire. And when she came up and told me that, like, I just, wow, just wow. And that wasn't the only one. This trip. No, that's what I'm saying. Like we had so many and, and so many big ones. Uh, I mean, one, one was a couple that that we've known and and worked with on different levels for years and they came to all three play shops again they've been to all three of them before but we're just like no we love these and they came again because they said they always get something new out of them right and they learn something about themselves because as time changes so do we right so we might not see the same thing that we've done in the same way. Different things feel different right. over time. Absolutely. So th- there was just a lot of things on this trip that were 
we're good in the fields department. Oh, uh, so many fields. <laughs> and the fact that Bob and Tess were able to come and experience oh, yeah. some of the stuff at Naughty this year, which was fabulous. They don't normally get to do so that. So tell everybody what you presented. Like, talk about oh, what, what, you, yeah. what did we do. So we did some amazing stuff. We uh, did three seminars. Mm-hmm. I did uh, one called, well, it's, it's, it's a seminar play shop, I guess you could... It's hard to describe. It's hard to describe. It's called <laughs> Sexy Couples Connection. It's basically speed dating, but experientially, right. like with your body. Without words. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's awesome. And I'm not going to go into detail, nope. but if you ever get it the chance awesome. to connect with it, please do. Especially if you're looking for other, like, again, speed dating. You're looking for other people right. to participate having pleasure with, right? Sexual pleasure. Um, then we also offered Ask for What You Want, Get More of What You Desire. That's kind of a staple foundation seminar that I offer Mm -hmm. because it's so valuable in our relationships with ourselves to connect and know what we want and then we can ask for it with our partners and then taking it out into the world and using it with your family and your friends and your lovers and you know it's so valuable and then the the last day we did Mm -hmm. a seminar you did a seminar my day yep yep that's uh what's (laughs) called Monkey Prostitution and Cock-Blocking Bees, uh, which is actually... Lessons sort of, from the Natural yeah, World. Yeah, Lessons like, from the Natural World. It, it's it's looking at the different types of relationships and things that happened in the natural world and kind of the overall premise is we're not that special. We need to get over yeah. ourselves that we're not that... Like any kinky, weird thing that you think you're into that you might be ashamed of, guess what? Mother Nature does it <laughs> and she does it kinkier than you, so just forget about it. So... Um, and I love how you weave in all of your experience, you know, being in the zoo world for, yeah. for 20 years yeah. and the fact that you're able to weave in all of those. Well, yeah, it's all the, the dirty animal stories, stories I wasn't right? able to tell the general public for 20 years. Like as a tour guide, you can't tell those stories, but uh, but now I can. So it's kind of fun. <laughs> we get awesome. to talk about gorilla penises and all kinds yeah. of fun things. Yeah. And typically, okay, so I'm going to, I'm just going to say, typically if you go to some place and you're taking a tour, it's, he was way more than a tour guide. Oh so yeah, I did. Yeah. No. He, you're not going to get that on a tour. So if you go up to a tour guide and say, Hey, what are the penis stories? They probably aren't going to have no, them because no, they're, no, no. they're not in the zoology department working hands on with animal behavior modification right, right. and dietary needs and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, just yeah. to clarify. Yeah. I wasn't a tour guide. I, was, yeah. <laughs> I gave tours occasionally, <laughs> and I was not allowed to tell dirty animal stories, even though I wanted to. Can't believe they even let you do that. I'm. There are times I'm surprised myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so those are just the seminars. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, we offered three different pleasure play shops that I created. They're guided erotic experiences. Um, you're always going to learn something, but they're going to be fun and playful and they're going to energize us and they're going to teach us something about our own bodies and our partners learn something about themselves and our bodies as well. And I did Ignite Her Flame, all Mm -hmm. about the female body, Mm -hmm. Ignite His Flame, and Primal Sex, which is tapping into our... a good one. Yes, leaving our inhibitions to the side and tapping into that animalistic nature that helps us create pleasure in the bedroom so and i think word got out on that one because it was sold out before the event started so i think 
rumor got out on how good that one was. Yeah, that's the, that's the second. This is it's only the second, second time we've done it year and, that we've done yeah. it there. Yeah. Uh, so that was fantastic. Like, it, I try to offer something a little bit for everyone next year. If you want to join me, yes, just yes. I'm just going to say, if you have any, anything in you that says, I want to explore my naughty side, whether that's kink, uh, BDSM, um, just voyeurism, voyeurism, exhibitionism, dancing in a sexy outfit, whatever that, trying a new position, taking a class that you've never taken in sexuality, um, I highly recommend this convention for you, Naughty and Nolens. And if you would like, well, just email me and I'll send you the information. Mm -hmm. If you sign up through me, which I would love for you to do because you get added to my lovers list Mm -hmm. and then you get a goodie bag when you arrive as well. And then I'm hoping I want to work on a Puregasmic Love meet and greet. I think that would be. Yeah, but we can't call it a meet and greet. No, it's going to be a meet and mingle. I think a meet and tingle? I think you should call it a mingle and tingle. <laughs> a mingle and tingle. <laughs> yes. Mingle and tingle. That's what we're going to call it. So I would love to have you there. Please sign on with me to go. That would be fabulous. I'd love to have you a part of our, our community there. Uh, something else we did was we, on the fly, decided that we would do interviews. Yeah. Because I I hear from you. And I hear that you think that it's a certain type of person that engages in consensual non-monogamy or engages in kink or engages in whatever is out there that you can explore. There's not one type of person. And so I thought about it for a second. I thought, okay, what are you hearing? How can you help people expand their mindset around this and feel more comfortable engaging in something like this event? And so I announced, we threw it together, and we're like, we're doing interviews. Anybody want to share? There's four questions specifically. Mm -hmm. Anybody want to share about their experience about these four questions? And we had a plethora of people sign up. We had spot for four interviews. So it was fantastic to have these four couples on Mm -hmm. there. And so we're going to be dropping those uh, the week of the 31st, and they're all going to drop in that one week. So those are going to be four bonus episodes that we have for you with some attendees from Naughty and Nolens. Yeah. No, it was was uh, fun. It was a lot of fun. It was, it was, it was much more interesting. I don't want to say it's, it was more interesting. I thought it was going to be, because that makes it sound like I I expected them to be boring, boring stories, but when you leave open-ended questions where people go with it, like you never you just don't know. Oh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I love um, hearing people's stories anyway. Oh, absolutely. And then when they involve sexual escapades or learning something or whatever it is, I love hearing about it. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to be in these people's world to get to know them better, because most of these people had been uh, at a seminar, right, or a pleasure in a pleasure play shop with me. Yeah, and so to get to know them a little bit deeper, right? Like and, and all find their out uniqueness. What them there yes, and all of it was that. fantastic. Absolutely. So I look forward so to putting those out as well. We're going to do way more of those in the future. Like I think we're going to build that in. I I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's good. So do you have one specific highlight of this event? You know, it it's funny that we were just talking about the the interviews because I think the the one thing that I really took away from this year is from those interviews 
because this is, like you said, this is our fourth year there. And I had a perception <laughs> of the people that were there and what they were there for. Like I had, at least generally, I not everyone, I know, but... If you, if I had to guesstimate percentages, I would have been like, well, the vast majority is here for this. <laughs> like that, that's, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. That's just how I would have thought. Right. We talked to four couples and they are four completely different ways of doing ethical non-monogamy. They're there for four completely different reasons. And none of them were the image that I had in my head of what the norm was of people at naughty. So it was kind of a, a moment of, Oh, they're really it. Like they're real humans. No, it's not that they're real humans. <laughs> it's just even within a group that is, you think, Oh, this is a swinger convention. And then you're like, but Oh, the bad, like over 50%. Bob said like only 40% of the people that attend actually classify themselves as swingers that means 60 percent of the people at the swinger convention aren't swingers and that i would not have guessed so i think my biggest takeaway was that kind of like even for those of us that i'm like oh i'm open-minded and i don't and i'm like oh these people are all different than i even i thought they were and i thought i was open and, yeah. and you know so it was kind of a that was a nice highlight. A wake up moment yeah, yeah. yeah and, and like i said it was so like i was sitting there going Really? <laughs> you do that? Cause and the- a couple of the stories were phenomenal. So good. So I can't anyway, wait. Yeah. Uh, for me, a highlight. Well, I have to say the, the overall love and gratitude that I felt at this mm. event was phenomenal. And what I saw people engaging in was phenomenal. So for me, those, those were the highlights specifically. Yeah. yeah right? It just, it had an overall kind of, there was a warm, fuzzy feeling over the whole there thing. Was. Sort of a, like everything just was like, ah. Uh, yeah i get it yeah it was it was so didn't realize but i left out my music vibins and had something really awesome that i did with this so you know how i pick a song that i've been vibing to Mm -hmm. like it speaks to me for one reason or another it could be i'm going through something in my life it could be that my body just was like oh hey like i really love to move to that it could be i'm picking it out for a certain reason who knows what it is that brings (laughs) me to that song but it's something i'm vibing in right and i've had people go oh yeah thanks for dropping that link well actually our oldest daughter Gave me an idea, Mom, why don't you start a Spotify playlist? That way people can go to your playlist and they can engage in playlists that you make right. for certain things. And I was like, ah, that's I fabulous. I not thought about that. That's a good idea. Okay. Sign up for a Spotify account. Brand new on Spotify. But I made a playlist. It's called Podcast Vibes. Podcast Vi- Vibin. And so we're going to link that in the show notes. So if you're not on Spotify, you need to make a Spotify account. If you are on Spotify, go get it. Like, if you hear a song, I'm going to list all the songs in that Spotify playlist. Whatever you play on here is like, hey, this is my jam. This is my We're jam right add now. To that list. We're going to so it. it's just going to be a list of your jams. So right now, this is my jam. I 
can see why you like that one. <laughs> yeah, grab my tit while you sit on top. Okay. Okay. Rihanna. Ugh. You've got me. Like, yeah. That's funny. So, there's that. I want to say thank you to all our new listeners, followers on the socials, newest O members and subscribers. Thank you so much for being in our community. I really, really, really appreciate it. And if you've left a five-star review, thank you. Right now we're just getting stars. Head over there. If you love what you're hearing, let everybody know. Let them, give them help. Help them bring them in to listen to it. Sometimes it helps for us to hear somebody else and speaking their truth in their experience. This comes from Rubicon Couple from Naughty Nollins. Need to offer this class every day of conference. Dragonfly did amazing job presenting it, and not only was it fun and sexy, it opened our eyes to a new way of looking and including people. That was sexy couples connection. Yep. Ah, that's so awesome. Thank you, Rubicon <laughs> Couple, for leaving me with that. So I want you to remember, the choices you make, the programming you follow, and the relationships you engage in, and the sex you feel is yours. What are you choosing? Till next time, orgasmic breath and love and hugs from my heart to yours. Bye. Mm, I do hope you enjoyed this episode of Pure Orgasmic Love Podcast with Dragonfly. And I look forward to teasing your ear holes in the next one. Do you love what you hear? Well, I'd love to read it. Leave a review on iTunes and subscribe. In doing so, you too are helping others listen, connect, and discover more pleasure for their lives as well. If you have a cue and want our perspective, submit it at podcast at puregasmiclove.com. Want to discover even more? Slide on over to puregasmiclove.com. <laughs>